Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 10th of March. It is US Employment Report Friday, a day that is sure to be packed full of hysteria and sensationalism. For an investor who actually wants to understand what's happening in the labour market in the United States, it's worthwhile taking a step back and considering what has happened since the pandemic. First, it is very difficult to describe the US labour market as being really tight. Real wages have been so disastrously negative for so long that it's hard to argue that labour market conditions have created any kind of pay bargaining power. Surely, the tightness of the labour market should be defined by its outcomes. Second, the key characteristic of the US labour market has been churn, people jumping from job to job. In California, only a third of the millions of people who were made temporarily unemployed actually went back to their original employer. This churn is a major reason for the increase in reported job vacancies. It's not necessarily that there are more vacancies. It's that more vacancies are being advertised outside of the firm, which is what the numbers capture. Firms complain it's more difficult to fill vacancies because it is more difficult to fill vacancies with outside workers rather than using existing staff. But hiring rates in the States are extremely high. Firms seem to have very little trouble in actually hiring workers. Third, structural change means that different sectors will have very different experiences. The explosion of small business creation or changing consumption patterns, fewer supermarket checkout operators, more delivery drivers, all add to the noise in the data. When it comes to today's non-farm payrolls data, the range of forecast is the widest that it's been for six months. There's uncertainty, therefore, about this data. Seasonal adjustment peculiarities, unseasonable weather patterns, and the declining quality of the survey itself, which has now less than a 50% response rate, all make this harder to forecast. But the general expectation is for a slowdown in job creation in the United States as demand levels in the economy at large start to slow. Again, it is worth reiterating that the average hourly earnings numbers do not represent wages and are very definitely not labour costs. Unit labour costs have averaged a very low rate, well below inflation, for a very long time. Elsewhere, the United States has imposed sanctions on some Chinese companies accused of supplying drone parts to Iran, with the drones then being sold to Russia. There has been a predictably curt response from the Chinese authorities to this. The point of all of this is to remember that while financial markets are generally very bad at pricing political risk, political risk is likely to be a growing issue for financial markets. In a world of structural change, economic nationalism is likely to increase in the coming years, and that adds a risk premium to individual companies, sectors, and economies. The United States, uh, the United Kingdom, has released January manufacturing, industrial, and construction production data, generally a little weaker than expected, but again with quite wide ranges as to the consensus forecasts. 
It is also certainly true that a part of UK economic activity is unreported by high-frequency data. Ahead, the Germans will be releasing final February consumer price inflation numbers, which are likely to pass unnoticed. Spanish industrial production numbers for January are also scheduled. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.